It's another amazing episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. We couldn't be happier to have you here. How's it going, everybody? My name is Michael, and I'm going to be with you for the next hour, and then we'll be going over to Patreon. You know who's going to be with me, you guys? Yeah, the Liberty Gimlet. What's up, Gimme? Oh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Isn't it, though? <laughs> Isn't yeah. it, though? Not so beautiful in Kabul, but, you know. Well, thank you for saying that, because I was thinking about where we should get started. And this whole, this, this Af- Afghanistan uh, could be the majority of the block. We don't know. I just remember this. If, if you haven't been uh, watching, you guys, although I imagine you have, boy, Afghanistan went fast. That went fast. I mean, just Taliban everywhere. Taliban everywhere. We're going to make lots of comparisons. We're going to break down the whole thing. Here's what so many things strike out, uh, stick out for me. Number one is uh, remember when remember when Biden was talking about uh, the Second Amendment and he's like, you know what, you'd you'd need you need more than just uh, guns. You uh, you'd need F-15s and nukes to successfully. I'm like, evidently not. Evidently, you need some Toyota pickup trucks and just a bunch of dudes who are ready to fight. That's it. And and goats. Goats. Yes. 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 So uh, there's I got a I got a lot of thoughts on this. I got a lot of thoughts on this, as I'm sure you do, too. I was uh, driving recently and as events were unfolding and I had the news on and they were carrying these press conferences. And the the good side about the whole Afghan thing is like this is a great heads up for us as a military, because it's what I've been concerned about for a super, super long time. You've got, uh, oh, who's that woke general who's in charge of everything? Millie. The, yeah, Millie. You got Millie running around going, we have to do this. And yes, I've read books on this and blah, blah, blah. And he's the, he's the woke general. And it's like, dude, you might want to figure out how to win a war. You might want to figure out how to uh, crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentations of the women. It's just an absolute cluster over there. Jump in. What do you got? Well, this this is... Like, if we were going to just obliterate the Taliban, that needed to happen 20 years ago. Like, the Taliban were the ones that were harboring the terrorists that came over here and knocked down the World Trade Centers. Yeah. That's why we went in. I think we totally should have gone in and punished them severely. Like, mostly by making sure they no longer existed. I don't know if anybody recalls, but after World War II, we didn't leave a lot of Nazis running around. And we dropped a nuclear bomb on Japan to make them stop. Two of them. Okay, but but I mean, I'm just, you don't, you go in to win the war. Now, we rebuilt Europe because many of them were our allies, right? And there had been two world wars in a very short period of time, and we're just not going to do it again. So we set up some structures and some things to make sure that they came back, right? And then we decided Japan should never have a military again. <laughs> Which might not have been a bad idea at the time. Yeah. And um, 
pushed them in a different direction as well. For some reason, we thought we could take those things that we had done and translate them into success in the Middle East. But the part we forgot was to destroy the bad people. Yes, it is. So we never did that. It's a total and complete lack of imagination from our military leaders. We are there. Listen, this is why I'm saying it's a good thing, because it, it, it's a it's very and I brought up this point again, and it's you can say you're the you can say that you're the toughest guy on the block. You can say that you're the coolest. You can say that you can kick everybody's ass, but you better be able to do it. You better be able to do it. So, yeah, Afghanistan, super embarrassing. But the the, the big takeaway for all this is our, our, our generals suck. I mean, they really suck. Here's the, well, the the problem with me and the big difference, because I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. I, I, I actually wrote a very cool piece about this, about this very thing at theloftestparty.com. With with World War Two, you had the uh, the Nazis and, and the Japanese. Everybody's wearing uniforms. Everybody's wearing uniforms. So it's very easy to, hey, you in that uniform, you're under arrest or shoot him because he's wearing that uniform. With in Vietnam and in Afghanistan, in my opinion, and listen, I never served. I want to be very clear about that. I'm just a, I'm a, I'm a comedian. I'm a writer, and I, I read a lot of stuff. With Vietnam and Afghanistan, everybody blends back in. In Afghanistan, they have a season for fighting in Afghanistan. So the Taliban, uh, a dude who's Taliban, looks just like that dude who looks just like the other dude and looks just like the other dude. They go home, they take a break, they they sit and they 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 wait around, and then the fighting season starts. And if the U.S. is there, they're like, okay, we gotta wait. And then we say, okay, we're gonna leave. They're like, all right, boys, off we go. So when you know your enemy does that, it we learned nothing from Vietnam. That was the problem with the, with, with with Vietnam. The enemy blends back into the civilian population. So how do you get them to come out? How do you get the Taliban to come out so you can put a freaking whoop on that ass? <laughs> That's where you just have to get them on the battlefield. Trick them. Be be creative. I used to do jokes in my stand-up about this, but they were like based in this very theory. You need to figure out a way. I don't know how you do it. I have ideas. Build a fake base. You, you, you have to get the combatants on the field of battle so you can kill as many of them as you can and eliminate their will to fight. There's no – what is the downside to being in the Taliban? What is the downside? There's none. There's none. They got a whole country. They got their little – listen – I, I I could make you don't want me in charge because I would just tell the people of Afghanistan this is now going to be remember when I did that video a million years ago about uh, let's just give the terrorists just a hunk of property and okay you want to run it with Sharia law go for it maybe that should be Afghanistan just go for it just I don't want to hear anybody bitching and moaning let's just go you guys can have full on Sharia law. 
you can just be it can just be like a Taliban, just orgy of Islam, do whatever you want. But we just need to cut them off from the rest of the world and just try to try to keep try to keep them isolated. It's so uh, I have to look at it as a, as it's a good wake up call that our, our our military generals, not the men and women on the ground, not the men and women, men and women in the military, you're fantastic. We love you. But the generals are absolute garbage, just absolute garbage. Well, I think back to Vietnam and the last time we got our ass kicked by people who hide in the jungle. Yeah. Right? Um, and the helicopter hovering over our embassy in Kabul was eerily similar to it hovering over the one in Saigon. Like, the pictures are just kind of, like, mind-twisting, right? Yes. Yes. Um, we went to work in and really... Um, fixed the military structure after that failure do you think that's gonna happen here i mean millie's been responsible for parts of this for the last two decades but here's i'm gonna ask you this did we fix the military after vietnam did we a lot of the people responsible for the decision making in vietnam got booted in the name well, here's like with Viet with with Vietnam. I can't, I'm doing Vietnam just to kind of be a little bit silly and fun. There, in terms of, I I always hate calling it a loss just just because of like the mission. It seems to me was never clear. It, it always the, the way the way we fought that. And again, I just want to say it again. I'm not a military guy. I never served. It just seems like either you want to win or not. And uh, this whole thing of like, oh, here's our little base. We're going to set up our base here and then we're going to have little patrols and then we're going to go out. We're going to talk to this guy because he knows the locals and then we're going to come back and then we're going to do. Oh, and then we're going to make another base. That shit doesn't work. It doesn't work. You got to go in with overwhelming force and just Take away their will to fight. The trick is getting them on the battlefield. It's like, I, you know, I don't think I don't think any of the the generals will. No one will be held responsible for this. And it's just to see everybody get it so spectacularly wrong. There's a, and I I have like screen grabs of them here. Twitter's just on fire today. Twitter's just so entertaining. But like Biden was at a press conference like in July just going there's no way that there's going to be a uh, this is this is not going this will no way be similar to the fall of Saigon there is no way just it was absolutely and this is the thing that really just it gives me the creeps and, and makes me worried for our our freaking nation he was so certain of it he was so certain of it he's like listen there is no way Afghanistan's going to go down. No. And just t telling the reporters, okay, you were so sure of that. You were so sure of that. And womp, 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 completely wrong. How many days did it take him to, to get the country back, the Taliban? Eight? Eight days? Something like that. I mean, like, they got from, I mean, they took Kabul in, like, 48 hours. They were oh. literally going, going to the... 
president's residence today and saying, okay, here's the deal. We're in charge now. Yeah, it is. The president fled the country. Uh, yeah, he's the yeah he's gone. He 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 left. And here's here's the other one that just really. And when I talk about the the, the spectacular failure of it, so you know you're going to leave the country. I'm okay with that. I really am. I was conflicted. If you would ask me that question a few months ago, I'd have been like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of tough. Da, 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 da. But if you make the decision to leave and like because for whatever reason you're leaving. You got to make sure you get all your stuff. Oh, no kidding. That to me is just beyond agreed. We left helicopters. We left guns. We left Jeeps. We left Humvees. We left ammunition. And you're just like, holy crap. And then I'm thinking to myself, well, there's no way some Taliban douche can like hop in a freaking a U.S. helicopter and learn how to fly it. And like before that thought could even percolate in my head, somebody posted a video on Twitter of a Taliban dude flying around in a U.S. helicopter. It's just a spectacular failure. there's There's a whole parade of equipment from our base there headed for Iran. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just give it all to Iran. I... I wrote an article the other day yes. and it was about this video produced by a company called We The People Wine. Did you see it? No. It was this fantastic video. I said it's the best political out of 2022 and a, and a campaign didn't even make it. Okay. Yeah. It's Ronald Reagan and some comments he made that I had never heard before. About people within this country wanting to make our children believe that America is not exceptional, right? Okay, I think I saw this YouTube ad. Yes, juxtaposed with all last summer's craziness and critical race theory training. And then he's speaking towards the end about how great America is. And it's... it's, um, The guy who ran in the Olympics and... In Germany, I just lost his name. Jesse, a black track runner. Thank you. Like I think yeah. it was Jesse James, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And then the I'm brain. going Gaps Jesse the James, brain. the porn star. Yeah. No, 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 no. Jesse Owens, right? So it's Jesse Owens, and you know the first, the first space flight taking off, and just all this American awesomeness at the end. And because you and I are like deep into politics all the time. Yeah. We're not as surprised as about what's going on as people who like have other jobs and like goes like all of a sudden turn around and their kids being taught this horrible, horrible racist curriculum and they're going, what in the world happened? Right? Yeah. And I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, when I was a kid, we knew who the enemy was. Like yeah. our, our grandparents had kicked the fascists' butts, right? And and the communists were next. Neither one of them was any good. Right. We knew who the enemy was. We all cheered, all of us, left and right, when Ronald Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. Mm-hmm. And it came and it came down. Something about being able to name your enemies matters because 
when I was little and we didn't, we had a president who couldn't, there were a lot of yellow ribbons tied around trees and I learned a song and it can still ring in my head sometimes about what happens when you don't lead, you can't even get your people back. Yeah. We already saw Navy sailors kneel for the mullahs, right? (laughs) During the Obama administration. Now we're watching this with our diplomats saying to reporters, they're coming for us. We got to get out of here. They're coming for us. We got to get out of here. I mean, we are going to be so lucky if something on the level of Benghazi doesn't happen here. Yeah. Like, seriously. Getting our asses kicked by a bunch of goat herders. Well, getting our asses kicked would imply that we're in the fight. I don't think our our military generals ever wanted to win or they really and this is the problem with not living in reality. They they really thought like how many what a couple trillion dollars, how many hundreds of billions that oh we're training the Afghan army. We we've got you know 300,000 people in the Afghan army and you have some military intelligence douche going out to the middle of some village and having some village elder going, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we love you guys. This is great. Oh, keep that money coming. Oh, we're going to fight. We're totally going to fight. We hate the Taliban. That dude's probably Taliban. It's just, and then then when you're not living in reality, you decide to believe it. You go, you know what? It's going great. I think it's going great. This is money well spent. Did you hear what that guy just said? They're going to fight. They're going to fight so hard. Well, they're lying. Or if you're going to fight a war, oh, we're, I'm just, I'm so boxing it up. You got to have a clear objective. You got to want to, yep. you have to want to win. And like, well, you have to know what winning looks like. Yeah. And our, our, <laughs> I mean, that's our the general problem. Our generals that they just don't they don't know how to win. They go in there because like you you go back. I'd go, well I'd go back to the best example was when uh, Saddam Saddam Hussein uh, went into Kuwait and George Bush Senior was like nope. And we went in there and we're like we're gonna kill you and push you the hell out of Kuwait and we did it and we that one that was a great one. That's just, that's how you do that. Overwhelming numbers, overwhelming force. Boom, 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 boom. But this whole- Do you remember that what? video of the luckiest guy in Kuwait who was driving oh. across the bridge? Yeah, yeah. That was that forget. Was... that's what we do. Well, we have to, we have to really get back to the basics of that. Do you- you can say you're the coolest guy. You can say you're the toughest guy. But if you can't back it up, then you're just a a, a bragging douchebag. And I really think, listen, our military has the capability. I'd, I'd, I'd put them toe-to-toe with anybody. But you've got to have them want to win. That was the big difference between Trump and Biden. Trump, he would have he, he been laying the smackdown. He would have been laying the smack down on him right now. He would have been like, no, you don't. Send in this. Send in that. I guarantee if Trump is president and he goes, hey, we're going to leave Afghanistan, 
Uh, it would have been it would have been months before they even tried some crap like this. Months. But they know they know Biden's weak. They know Biden is just a he's an empty suit. He's a stuffed shirt. There's nobody there. He's the perfect. He's the perfect candidate for the left. Go ahead. Now he's on vacation. Yeah. Because I mean, what is that? I'm like sitting here and I'm very conflicted because I'm wondering if this five days worth of seclusion isn't the planning to exit him. No, it's I, I it's it's the people who run the Democrat Party, the people who cleared the way for Biden to be the nominee, the people who convinced Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders to step away before Super Tuesday. It's the people who tell Joe Biden what to do. The committee of douchebags who run Joe Biden's presidency, they have to come to an agreement now. They have to try to figure this out. It's the Confederacy of Dunces. So they tell Joe Biden, okay, you go to Camp David because you're taking a well-deserved break. And I'm telling you right now, the rest of those idiots are at Camp David too, or they're in Paris or wherever, they're going to try to figure out the next move and get on the same page. Then they will tell Joe Biden what to say. And then Joe Biden will come back from from Camp David and he will say it. That's why he's at Camp David. The Confederacy well, of Dunces, he, has, has, they haven't figured out what they want him to do next. He put out a um, statement and I'm like, my goodness, my goodness. Um. Like, first of all, you didn't write this. And then I'm watching Anthony Blinken on the Sunday shows today. And even Jake, I mean, Jake Tapper was assaulting him. I'm like, Jake. I mean, he couldn't get around Jake Tapper on this thing. Right? Oh, golly. Yeah. I'm I'm sitting here and, you know, then I'm reliving everything I heard on Friday night from Tucker Carlson about all of the graft and all the Afghan papers. And I had forgotten about those and how much of our money was wasted in that godforsaken desert. Okay. Here's the thing. We, the American people need to understand and ensure our government never does to us again. You cannot take a region of the world hell-bent on a theocracy and enforce a democracy. It doesn't work. If you are a, 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 a Muslim who believes in the Quran, elections aren't even valid things. Okay. So, like, going, going into this part of the world as opposed to Europe, right? And trying to put some kind of Americanized democracy in there isn't going to work. You have to wait till they get somewhat successful. And then you see like United Arab Emirates look at Israel and go, oh, we could make some money there. And then things calm down. Right? I, I disagree. I, I disagree. I, I couldn't disagree with you more. And you, yes, you can. When people get a taste of freedom... They don't want to give it up. I just don't think you can sprinkle money on them and just go, isn't this great? The way we've tried to do it doesn't work. So we have to come up with a new way, a more clever way. You have to kill your, you have to punish people for being your enemy 
and then you have to reward people for being your friend, but you have to know they are your friend. We're going to get to some other stuff. We're going to take a little break, a little bit more Afghanistan, a little bit more. It's, it's a little spicy, but we still we got to talk about the, the Biden administration talking about this whole uh, interstate travel vaccine mandate idea that they're playing around with. We got to talk about who's a domestic terror threat. We got to talk about me being on the Candace Owens show. Come on. We got to talk about me being on Candio. We're taking a break. We're coming right back. Not to be a backseat driver, but can you say for sure you got the best monthly payment possible on your auto loan? Could it be that you might have gotten a better deal by shopping the loan at a few places and have a lower car payment? Next time, before you go car shopping, visit Communication Federal Credit Union first. Our auto loan experts will find you a perfect loan and get you the lowest monthly payment we can. Communication Federal, your auto loan experts. Restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. So we're back. The whole the Afghanistan thing is a train wreck, and it's a, it's indicative of a much di- bigger problem that the military, Biden, the leadership, the the media, all of it. This whole they want to live in this this reality where oh here's the I'll tell you what the real problem is, and and I uh, I got to find this screen grab. Here's what here's what the Biden administration. And the Department of Homeland Security. Here's what they think the real threat is. Here's the real threat. Potential terror threats, you guys. Uh, they have a, an opposition to COVID measures. So the, the, if you if you oppose the way the uh, Biden administration is going about fighting COVID, you're a potential terror threat. If the uh, claims of election fraud, you're a you're a you're a potential terror threat. And if like I guess if you honor the 9-11 anniversary and other religious holidays, you are a potential terror threat. It's just, to me, that's just stunning. That is stunning. If you think, go ahead. What bothered me about the first one, about the COVID restrictions and things like that. Yeah. They just basically put a bunch of Republican governors as potential terrorists. Yeah. Like how ominous is that? It is. uh, (laughs) I'm less worried about it now than I was before, because now I know 
you know, all you need is a couple Toyota pickup trucks and some dudes who are ready to fight and you could you can you can kind of get your country back. I'm joking Maybe. around. But it's like uh, I I here's the thing. It's horrible that they did it. It's horrible that they go, oh, this, here's your here's your terror threat. Anybody anybody who thinks the government's not doing the right thing on COVID, that's a potential terror threat. However, I guarantee you, if some if some if some wackadoodle does go out and do something, you could reverse engineer it to, uh, ooh, he didn't like wearing a mask, and ooh, he was he was uh, all about you know remembering September 11th, and ooh, he, he didn't think Biden won the election. If you reverse engineered it, I think these th- these three things would fit. Is that the biggest threat to America? No, and you just described. Half of the nation, like they're right? ready, to, they're ready to go. Hey, everybody who voted for Trump, you're now a potential terror threat. It's I'm I'm looking for my friends in FEMA Region Four <laughs> for when they put us in the camps. Oh, oh my gosh! And did you is Australia really making camps, or is that just craziness? No, they're just locking people in their homes, like they did in in China. They're putting the military on the streets. Like, I do not know what is going on in Australia. I don't get it. The cases are not going down. And what nobody seems to understand is we're all going to be Sweden. Well, all I, of us. I, I don't know. There's this weird thing. And this happened to a buddy of mine. There's a friend of mine who's who I, I'm not going to name him. Big vaccination guy. He got the he got the two doses of whatever, whatever. And he he's a he's a comic and he got booked and he's backed on a cruise ship. And he just posted on Facebook the other day. He's like, man, got on the cruise ship. Everything was great. Then a couple of days later, I started feeling like crap. Went to the ship's doctor, got tested. I got the Rona and I'm double mm-hmm. vaccinated. And there's a bunch of people with the Rona on the ship. And I think it's almost like the number of people vaccinated on the ship is like super high. It's very odd. You see these numbers out of Iceland. Iceland, it's the the number of vaccinated people is like off the chart. It's almost everybody. And they're having Mm -hmm. a big outbreak of the Rona. So what is up with that? What we have done with the vaccines, apparently is decouple illness from death, okay? So it is no longer as deadly to people who have been vaccinated who are at risk. Are there still some deaths? Yes, but not nearly as many, okay? Yeah. So it becomes more like the flu shots. As we talked last week, it's the Columbia Record House of vaccinations, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get one every six months, whether you want one or not. Yeah. Um, So this whole thing is everybody is still doing this meme, right? Oh, we're going to defeat COVID. We're going to crush the virus. No, you're not. We're going to learn to live with it. We're going to be like Sweden and the United Kingdom, who both have like 90% seroprevalence for antibodies, right? And then we're going to go about our business, and every once in a while, somebody's going to get a cold. (laughs) And if you're really old and really sick, it'll hurt you the same way that RSV does, the same way the flu does, the same way pneumonia does, and always has. But 
it's not Bambi has it. 40% of deer in Michigan test positive for COVID-19 antibodies. Yeah, that's what it's, this I, it's never I saw going away. saying that. That like this is this is the difference. And I didn't understand it. So maybe it's it's worth saying out loud. You've got diseases that can't go into animals. And and like smallpox. Yep. Right, right. So smallpox, that one doesn't go into animals. So if you if you vaccinate everybody, everybody gets a little bit of smallpox, everybody learns how to fight and, and kill smallpox in their own little body with a vaccine, then skadoosh, you can be done with smallpox. I didn't realize that the Rona hangs out in animals. So yeah, it's there's there's no getting rid of it. There's no getting rid of it. The deer have it. The opossum has it. Raccoons are going to have it. It's just we're going to have right. to nut up. We're just going to have to nut up and and well, move forward as a nation. Like when I tell people, you know, we still have HN, H1N1 running around, right? And they look at me. I'm like, yeah, we didn't defeat that one either. A pandemic's run is usually about two years. And then everybody gets acclimated. The only thing we might have done to F that one up was all the lockdowns and vaccinating into a pandemic because that's not what you're supposed to do. But it in the midst of a pandemic, how's that? But like it burns itself out after enough people come in contact with it and then you develop humoral and other types of immunity to it. And so when you get it, it doesn't make you sick. That's the whole point. That's why Sweden, nobody's dying in Sweden. Yeah. That's the one that always keeps coming They're Uh, listen, you got to give it up to Sweden. They, they, I, I can't imagine how nervous they're like health minister or whatever the, the title is. How nervous were they at the beginning? Because like oh, every sure. other country's like mask up, mask up, lockdown, lockdown. You got to do a lockdown, mask up, lockdown. And Sweden's like, no, we're going to go out of here. They went out on a limb. But that's, see, this is what, and I've said it before on the show. Weren't they the Vikings? Yeah, but it's what yeah. I love about America. I love that you've got Ron DeSantis trying to do something different down in Florida than what the douchebag did in New York. So you can compare and contrast. And when someone's having a better result, let's do that. To me, that's the whole idea. You got 50 little experiments going on. Okay, your governor's a dick and he's putting COVID people in nursing homes. I guess that wasn't a good idea. Ooh, Ron DeSantis, he's doing some weird shit, but ooh, look at that. They're doing okay. Hey, Texas is doing it too. Let's do it like that. And for anybody to keep pushing and and, and carry on with this false fairy tale belief that, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to mask up and we're all going to get double, triple vaxxed and we're all going to put the soup cans on our head and pretend they're military hats and we're going to end this thing once and for all. No, you're fucking no. not, you big dumb Bambi dumb. has it. What? Bambi has it. You can't. Oh, DeSantis Bambi is just. It. DeSantis is just trolling these fools too. I like. <laughs> I can see what he's doing on a more strategic level. What's he doing? It's beautiful. Well, first What's of all, he, he comes out. He comes out. So 
85% of Floridians over the age of 65 are vaccinated, right? We're seeing some breakthrough cases and some of those people are getting pretty sick. Well, the Department of Health and Human Services has this treatment that saved President Trump called monoclonal antibodies because we all know remdesivir didn't do it. Right. And they're surging it out to the country. So Ron DeSantis develops a strike team to go specifically to nursing homes if there's an outbreak and make sure those people get those antibodies in the facility where they are so they don't have to be hospitalized and put at risk for other things. And he got criticized for it. He's doing exactly what HHS wants him to do, and he's the only governor doing it. And it's a problem. He's a a monster. He's a monster. Did you see? I'm sure you did. Where they, like, they crunched up all the numbers for, like, hospitalized people, and they made it look like, oh, that's what you're getting per day. That's what you're getting per day. What absolute clowns. And then they freaked out on, you should be pushing vaccines. They only cost $39. That treatment costs $2,000. He's giving it to the people that are already vaccinated if they get sick. (laughs) You're so dumb. It is. I just took took a hit of my vape. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, then Florida took down their dashboard. There is no more Florida COVID dashboard, and they've gone to a weekly report. So now they report out their stats weekly like we do with every other respiratory illness. So they're moving it to just one of the things that happens, right? Because we have to learn to live with it. I think what they're going to do next, and I will stand up and cheer, is they're going to start looking at the deaths and go, ah, that guy actually had a stroke. He happened to test positive for COVID. And they're going to stop counting the ones that are not literally from COVID. Yeah. And I will think they are the masters of the COVID response at that point. If they do that, it's over. I, I, I hope so. It's it's amazing how many people you still see running around uh, wearing masks and terrified. And, and listen, my heart goes out to those people. My heart goes out to those people. They really honestly sincerely believe that if everyone would just it ha- we have to drive them crazy we have to drive them absolutely bonkers if you thought oh my gosh if everybody would just wear a mask this would be over if would if you would just wear a mask it would be over and then you Whoa. see People like me just running around whistling as I make my way through Lowe's. <laughs> it's got to be the I, most frustrating thing. Like if you came and visited me, you would not even know there was a pandemic. Dig it. And they have, <laughs> it's got to be driving them bonkers when they see us post videos. <laughs> When I post videos of our like monthly concerts down in the park and everybody's there, nobody's wearing a mask. We're all yelling and dancing and singing. And they can't can't put it together. They can't put it together. How do you like, like Obama has that big giant party, couple hundred (laughs) people. And they're like, that's not the problem. Uh, And I guess, I guess Lollapalooza wasn't a wasn't a problem either. Sturgis, oh, Sturgis. Sturgis is gonna be nothing. It's gonna be like the Walking Dead up in Sturgis. What's the difference, Brainiacs? 
What is the difference? Well, some of them are probably bikers that voted for Trump. That's the only difference. And it's happening in South Dakota. Seriously. And I... I bet, I bet if you if you got on stage up at, at at Lollapalooza and you're like, all right, everybody be cool, nobody fight, nobody fight, we're not gonna be throwing hands, but just like real quick, if you voted for Trump, raise your hand. I bet a bunch of hands would go up, and then then maybe Lollapalooza would be a super spreader. Right. It's horrible. Right. But, okay. I mean, no, like. We should look at Lollapalooza and we should turn our liberal friends' heads towards Obama's party, right? And say, you need to look at them as role models, not special people. They're living with it. You need to live with it. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, we can't wait around. If somebody wants to double up on masks and stay inside, that's awesome. Good for you. Maybe, you know, I, I don't think you're going to be right. I think you're going to miss out on a lot of cool stuff. But go ahead and stay home. But stop getting mad at me. Stop trying to tell me, oh, you got to do this. If you want to if you want to go here and do this, you got to do. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. And I'm never going to knock all under. OK, so here's what's going to happen. Bang, 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 bang. We're going to uh, skedaddle into a break. Then we're going to talk to Paul about what's on the web. And then we're going over to Patreon. Much to discuss on the Patreon. We got so much. We got more political stuff. I got some thoughts on the Suicide Squad. I can almost guarantee that Gimlet has not seen it. No, I have not. I never saw the first one. It'll be spoiler free. It'll be spoiler free. Well, you can spoil uh, it. I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, for our yeah. listeners, for our listeners, it'll be uh, okay. spoiler free. And then we have much, 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 much more. So stick around. What's on the web with Paul? And then we will see you over at Patreon, you sexy, sexy heathens. of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. It is time. Take a seat. Get comfortable. America. 
and all the other nations that listen to the show. It's What's on the Web with Paul. Paul, how are you? Michael, I'm doing fine, but for those who are homosexuals, it was a bad week. It was. It was a bad week for the homosexuals. I think I know where you're going with this because we talk about what's on the web. We talk about what's at the loftusparty.com. Are you talking about the clip I posted? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I am because they had a, a lot of a lot of homosexuals had to apologize. Yeah. This is what there was a there was a montage that uh, Tucker Carlson put together and I felt compelled to post it. Just all the the late night talk show air quote comedians just fawning all over. Uh, so Trevor Noah, are you a homosexual? I am. I am a homosexual. Jimmy Fallon, all of them. Um, and, and you got to be careful. This is why comedy and i don't consider myself a contrarian but there always has to be that in comedy you need someone who's taken the other side of everything and when you pick a side boy you better know what the heck you're talking about when you put your neck out there but of course there's going to be no there's going to be no blowback nobody's going to all you can do is make fun of them and that's what i tried to do when i posted the video ha 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 Why'd they choose to go with homosexual instead of just saying, I'm a fan? Why'd they put the sexual part on there? You know what? I think it was because the nipple rings. I really do. <laughs> Seriously, because the nipple rings, they stood out so literally, literally, uh, they stood out so big in that uh, press conference. They're like, oh, he's a, he's, that's, we're going to, we're not going to run from that. We're going to steer into that curve and say, that's sexy. Ooh, he's a sexy guy. And I'm a quote, uh, it's just all, it's, <laughs> it's unsavory, Paul. It's unsavory. What else do we got going on? Speaking of cringe videos, the White House put out a vaccine video that is just really repulsive. If you go to the website, you can watch it at this White House vaccine video will convince you to avoid it. What did you think about that? Well, I knew something was up with it. I'm like, there's no way. Here's what. Here's my thought. I go, I was thinking, if this is a White House intern, they need to quit and start a TikTok or a YouTube because that is just flamboyant and over the top. Turns out it is like a, a YouTuber, uh, social media influencer. But he, here's here's my problem with it. Like I got, listen, I'm sure that I'm sure the dude has a, uh, he's like dressed half as a man, half as a woman, really long fingernails. And it's just, it's the very, 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 it's almost like a, a, a stereotype of, Hey sister, let's go. You go rock that girl. Let's go get some jabs, get the shots in the yard. <laughs> My problem with it. Like if the, if the idiot, if the dude wants to run around the white house, and, and make a video, okay, but like Jen Psaki is in it. There's other, it's like, it's like the White House, where are your priorities, man? Like, that, what? I don't, it's just such a colossal waste of time. Such a colossal waste of time. And who are they talking to? Who are they? It's like they're preaching to the choir. Oh, it was, uh, that was, that was bad. It was it was bad on every level. 
I thought it was also great timing with Joe Biden choosing to to lose the war in Afghanistan too. When you when you compare the loss in Afghanistan with that video, that just kind of summarizes the state of America right there. Those two things. Yes, yes, that perfectly encapsulated when when you know you're going to be leaving Afghanistan and you're like, okay, well the Taliban's going to be trying some shenanigans and ba 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 ba. And literally, literally, on not that it was a priority, but one of the priorities of the White House is let's make sure we get this TikTok video done. That's uh, that that does that encapsulates it. That encapsulates it. So speaking okay. of the White House, yeah. you wrote about Hunter. You wrote about Hunter's lady, latest missing laptop. And before you get into that, I saw at least one commentator from the conservatives saying, "I don't understand why anybody cares about Hunter Biden." Well, the story with the latest missing laptop is, is he claims he was doing drugs with some Russian drug dealers and they took his laptop. So, of course, they now have leverage over the president's son. That's a security issue. But beyond that, basically, Hunter Biden is everything the Democrats say Donald Trump is, everything they lie about it. And so it's a huge deal. And what do you th- what are your additional thoughts on that? Well, it's just first of all, you have to point out the hypocrisy of like when you when you think about Don Jr. Don Jr. has a meeting at Trump Tower with a woman who's from Russia. There's multiple witnesses there. And that was the end of democracy. We have to have a full investigation. You have to get him in front of Congress. And here you have, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Was Hunter uh, emailing his dad? Was he arranging, hey, don't worry, you guys, just give me the money and I'll make sure my dad comes and visits you. And it's like, and there was like a meeting, I guess, uh, with with uh, with um, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and like Carlos Slim, whatever that billionaire in Mexico, and and state secrets and all that stuff. It's a security risk, and just to have the media just be like, "Are you guys still doing the Hunter Biden thing?" Like, holy crap! How much incriminating? <laughs> forget the forget the sex stuff. There, there, there could be state secrets. There could be incriminating. Oh, it's just, it's just unbelievable. I actually, in the video uh, that, that, that the New York Post put up, I feel sorry for the hooker in that one. Because the hooker, <laughs> she like, she becomes legal counsel for Hunter in the thing. He's like, yeah, these Russian guys took my laptop and there was there was sex stuff on there and all that. And she's like, ooh, they might try to blackmail you. So now she should be on the clock as, as giving him legal counsel. Don't. Well, <laughs> I mean, she could she could definitely be legal, a legal expert on CNN, sit her right beside Tubin, right? Isn't, isn't yes, Tubin their legal she could, expert? She could inspire Tubin. Hey, <laughs> hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, here I am. I just... <laughs> As a hooker, though, you see Hunter Biden coming down. You're like, okay, this is going to be a great payday. But then, man, you got to sit and you got to talk to him. He's going to talk about his art. He's going to talk about his dad. It's going to be, ugh, just it's got to be exhausting. It's got to be exhausting. I felt bad for the, I've, I felt bad for the hooker. <laughs> so since hookers are now just A-OK on our politics, we're going to move on to entertainment because, you know, Really, what was there to talk about in politics when the media just ignores the Hunter Biden story? So let's go on to some entertainment. So yes. we did MTV in the 80s when it got started last week. And now we have Lisa who did 
Who's that MTV Music Video Star 1990s edition? What did you think about MTV once it started to get into the 1990s? I wasn't watching in the 90s. I tapped out. MTV MTV in the 90s is a mystery to me. It's a complete and total mystery to me. I had other things going on. They weren't showing uh, music videos, I thought, at all. It was just a waste. But, like, what was uh, what were some of the highlights of, of Lisa's piece? Well, she did uh, one was Blink 182. I don't know if I've ever listened to Blink 182. Not not uh, not by choice anyway. But apparently, they must have done a video where they were all naked running around. And I guess it must have been a thing back in the 90s. I I thought it was odd that, that you would go up and say to your your fellow bandmates, "Hey guys, you want to all get naked and just go running around?" But apparently, that was a thing they did. Um, that was the one that I can remember off the top of my head. What yeah. do you think of that idea? What do you think of the idea of, hey guys, let's just all get naked and run around together? What's your thoughts on well, that? Well, I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm trying to remember what song that was because there was a song where, in the in the song that they talk about a dude waking up after a night of partying in his girlfriend's bedroom and and he's naked and he's hungover and maybe it's act my age again. I don't know. It's that I I, I never. I remember when uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were doing that, like back in the day. They would perform just wearing like socks over their junk, or they'd just be wearing jock straps. There's always a weird, uh, and I got friends who it's like they just want people to see them naked. I, I, I if that's, <laughs> I, I don't know what the uh, maybe I have a poor uh, body image, <laughs> but like. Uh, my buddy Bert Kreischer is like he always wants to get naked. He just always like at every single one of his shows, he's going to take off at least his shirt. There's a chance the pants and the underwear will come off as well. I just don't know what that mindset is. I don't know why, but some some people are into it. So I guess more power to you if you want to. Hey, let's do a video where we're all naked. It'll be fun and okay. That, that's yeah, great. Right. Well, next time Gutfeld gives you any any trouble about the clothes you're wearing, you can tell him, hey, at least I'm not naked. Uh, yeah, know. I will. But you know what? I'd have to be able to back that up. I'd have to be able to go, hey, buddy, it's either this or this. And then I just stand up and start taking off my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That, that that would get him to stop the show right then and there. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I so, think he'd be like, keep going. So we, <laughs> he would call my just, bluff. We can we can transition now into some comic book news. Yeah. And so comic book publishers, to me, this is not. I'm not. I don't get outraged at this stuff anymore. The big two, which would be DC and Marvel, they're done. They have no ideas. They don't. They can't do anything because everything has to be woke. So their latest thing they did is they made Robin of Batman and Robin, the Tim Drake version. He's now bisexual. And you wrote, so now Robin is bi. What additional thoughts do you have on that? It's well, here's here's the the this not stunning, but the shocking comic book sales are up. Comic book sales have been growing. Now, maybe they aren't growing at the rate that most people think, but like. Uh, I know a couple of comic book artists, uh, 
and they're all like, oh, it's the end of comic books. It's the end of comic books. Uh, on, on, on contraire, uh, comic book sales are up. And you get – here's what I'm, for lack of a better term, sounding the alarm on. Uh, this is uh, – uh, what am I – What am I? What, how do I want to say this? How do I want to say this? It is like propaganda in a weird way because you, you, if you're DC Comics and you're like, okay, so let's make – they made Cap – they've got they've got a gay Captain America over at Marvel. So, okay, let's have a bisexual Tim Drake and blah, 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 blah. But to me, it's just – it's like it's promoting a lifestyle. It's promoting an agenda, and that's when it kind of dips into – you know, the, the, the propaganda of it all. And like, to me, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm an old school comic book guy. I never really gave, if you had an episode of Spider-Man where Spider-Man was on a date with freaking Gwen Stacy for the entire episode, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to want my money back. I want to see how Spider-Man's fighting the vulture. And like, if, if you're going to dip into... Oh my gosh. First of all, it's Robin. So I don't really care about him. And oh, and then and then he's like, he's a puss. He's a puss. In the episode they're talking about, he's like, oh boy, I'm gonna ask this guy out on a date. Oh, and he's got butterflies in his stomach and he's not confident and blah blah blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like to me, it goes against his character. Like, seriously, oh, I hope he likes me. What if he says no? Dude, you risk your life every night beating up villains, conquering death. You are living on the edge. And you mean to tell me, I hope this. It's like, so not only it's the bisexual thing, but it's the self-doubt and the freaking, like, ah, it's the, all of it is just unsavory and against his character like seriously if robin was gonna be bi robin would be like hey dude let's go bang he would just like you you have you have confidence it's horrible it's horrible and it's it's just another one there's no escaping this this whole woke thing it's it's in the schools it's in the comic books it's in every piece of entertainment it is, uh, it's a bummer, man. It's a bummer. There's nowhere, uh, where else can you go just to be, just entertain me? Can someone please just flip and entertain me? Why do you think I've been pounding away at indie, independent artists and writing my own stuff? That's, to me, it's just an opportunity to do that. I'm done with all the mainstream stuff. It doesn't outrage me anymore because, like you said, it's everywhere. And people who think they can complain their way out of it, too bad. Not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing is is trying to, you know, help out creators and authors and uh, and alternative because there's there's got to be there's got to be room for that. I don't find I don't find this DC. I don't find it brave. I don't find it edgy. It's just like. Uh, it's just self-congratulatory and look at me and aren't we interesting and special? And no, no, you're not. You're not. It's not interesting. Oh, boy. Nope. How does Robin get laid? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's just bad all the way around. 
How many yeah. how many more do we have time for? One or two? Let's go with uh let's try one and then if there's another one I'll chime in with one of my own. All right. Do we want to go with making fun of the Wuhan rules or do you want to talk a little bit about the suicide squad? Let's go let's go Wuhan rules. The Wuhan rules, of course, as you know, is a video you put together and it's a song and it probably and I don't want to say for sure but it at least in part, was inspired, of course, by the Obama birthday bash. <laughs> well, it was. Um, I was I was playing the guitar uh, last weekend and were just noodling around, and then was it was inspired, and then I thought, oh, this will be a a, a fun and funny video. I, dude, I, I thought I thought that song was great. I thought that thing entertained me because it starts. If, if you, if for the, for our listeners who haven't seen it, shame on you. What's wrong <laughs> with you? But it just goes through like, okay, first they told us this, then they told us that, then they told us this, and then they told us that, and it 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 comes full circle. And uh, I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was h- hilarious and smart and satirical. <laughs> I thought yep. it was great. So people definitely want to visit the website, making fun of the Wuhan rules. And even better, once you go and watch that, there, of course, that links to the YouTube account as well. So they can click on go to YouTube and see all the other videos that we have on the YouTube account. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Do you want okay, to do the do... Suicide Squad at all, or that that's all that we have time for? Uh, the Suicide Squad, I think... Uh, the the Gimlet and I are going to talk about that in the Patreon uh, segment because I have a I have a lot of thoughts there. I have well, a lot of thoughts there. Have you seen it? Not the movie, but I definitely read your review of it. Your non spoiler review of it. I know. I thought I thought that was very uh, that that was that was very cool of me uh, to do that. Um, okay, so everyone needs to go, and here's the one that I'm going to pick. Uh, we put up. Uh, we put up the the daily dose of internet. I, I really like that. Oh my gosh! Okay, two of them. Two of them. Two of them. Uh, 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 Cranky Gordon did a great piece on uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with "Screw Your Freedom" and all that. You yep. gotta guys go check out that. And then I got it. This one just made me laugh so hard. Your new morning alarm. It's this guy. He's a he's a DJ. He's a YouTuber. He's legit. He's like a legit DJ. I believe his name is uh, Mark Rabillet. Very popular YouTube channel. He does this little techno mix of your new morning alarm, and it's a short video. It's like fifty some seconds, but it oh my god, that made me laugh. That made me laugh. Time to get up. It just it. There's we try to entertain. We try to put just some funny stuff, just some good stuff up there too. Some days I'm just so delighted with the. I'm looking at the website now. I'm looking at it on my phone, Paul, and it's like I don't know if did we change something because it looks just wonderful, or maybe it's the colors. I picked I picked some good. I picked a great picture for my Suicide Squad thing. Okay, so 
there's tons. There's going to be tons more. There's wonderful stuff at the website every day. Lots of people jumping in with uh, with comments, and I'll say it now. I will respond to every comment on the website. Facebook, sometimes it takes me a while. YouTube, I, I can't respond to them all. But the website, that is that is that is home base. That is home base. So, Paul, thanks for another wonderful weekly segment of What's on the Web with Paul. Have a good one, my brother, and I will talk to you soon.